today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. The U.S. president said yesterday or the other day he's directing the Defense Department to create a new space force. It's an independent sixth branch of the armed forces. Is this possible? How have we balanced space and exploration and the military in the past? Uh, let's bring in a clip from Dr. George Friedman, the author of The Future of War. His satellite-based information networks will be the battlefront in any future space warfare. The heart of it is going to be an attack in space. That's where Pearl Harbor takes place now. All right, and this is what Trump had to say. My administration is reclaiming America's heritage as the world's greatest spacefaring nation. All right, let's bring in Paul Delaney, professor of astronomy, York University. He's with us now. I'm guessing he's shaking his head. Paul, how are you today? <laughs> yeah, that sums it up pretty well. You know, I'm good. The summer is here. It's clear. The astronomy in me, astronomer in me is happy. Yeah, very, very true. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I see you as a scientist looking at all of this and, and your passion for it and, and everything that it's meant to you over the course of your life. And now people are trying to spoil Boil that with warfare. How do you balance, and, and I'm, I'm sure this has been going on since the space race of the 60s, how do you balance space exploration and all the great things people like you try to do with military? Well, it's, it's, it's a challenge. I mean, there's no two ways about that. I mean, the United Nations put out the Outer Space Treaty in 1967 trying to get in front of some of this type of activity. And I think you could probably say that in the first 20 years or so, from 57 through to the mid-70s, it was very largely a science-engaged arena. Uh, we were launching satellites for the first time, geostationary satellites to give us communications, uh, weather satellites off to the moon for science, the space race. And then, of course, you know, the Apollo-Soyuz test mission there in 75, hands across uh, the, the two major space nations. However, since then, we've been steadily moving in other directions. The, the science engagement of space is still there. But as you well know, the space shuttle and the Department of Defense were hand in hand for a long time. We, we went round and around and around Earth orbit for 30 years, not really advancing the exploits into space. In that period of time, the militarization was steadily growing, whether or not we want to admit it or not. And as uh, the clip stated at the beginning, you know, satellites and satellite warfare, the ability to choke off information flow to uh, your troops on the ground, that's really where it is likely to be in the next major confrontation. So Pearl Harbor in space is probably not too far wrong, but it will be satellites rather than people per se. So let's talk about that. What would this look like? What does this all mean? What, what, is, what is space warfare? Well, don't think of Moonraker and James Bond. We're not talking about deploying a shuttle with all sorts of space marines jumping out of the payload bay and, and meandering around in Earth orbit. It really is a matter of taking out your assets. Uh, now, you know, bear in mind, this is not really my forte. I'm, I'm somewhat knowledgeable, <laughs> like uh, some other people, but you know, it, it's yet to be written. But it really is the satellites. You know, we've got low Earth orbit satellites, we've got geostationary orbit, but all of them are engaged in the same activity, providing intelligence, insight, communication infrastructure for armed forces around the world. You take them out of the equation and you certainly 
hobble, you deplete the effectiveness of any force. So we've been seeing all three major nations, China, Russia, and the U.S., engage in how best to destroy satellites over the last 15 to 20 years. Do you do it with the brute force approach of knocking them out with a strategic missile, or do you take them out, blind them uh, with lasers from the ground, or do you just inhibit their ability to communicate, the, the downlinks, if you will, by trying to scramble their signals? It's those type of engagements that we're going to see, I suspect, if there is ever a major confrontation on the mm. surface of the Earth. So you're basically talking about destruction of information satellites that we all rely on every day for pretty much every aspect of life. That's exactly right. Every aspect of life. I mean, if you think about your day-to-day activity and what you don't do without computer infrastructure, mm-hmm. it's very minimal. I mean, you sleep and that's about it. You, <laughs> you, know, you know, my microwave, you know, even for heating of food. Uh, but every aspect of our modern life is bound up in computers and a lot of that information flows through satellites want to hear more download the podcast on itunes or google play and listen to the scott thompson show weekdays from noon to three on am 900 chml